This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, episode number 14, Believing You Truly Are the Master of Your Sea. This is the ACAL Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody, today. I am so glad you're all here on this Monday morning, and I hope you all had a great week this last week. We had a good week here. My kids were on fall break, so I did a lot of working. I did coaching still, and... They probably watched way too much TV, but that's just life, right? That's just how it goes sometimes. So that was how our fall break went. I don't think they'll complain too much that it wasn't fun because they got to do watch TV all the time. I'm not saying that's the best parenting, but you just go with it. So I hope that you guys also had a great week and that you're happy to be back here at the podcast I've been thinking of things that I, I'm always thinking about the podcast and what I can do to make it better and make it a just better experience for all of you and just make it a fun, yet sometimes serious, today's topic is a little bit more serious, um, place for you guys to come and listen. So one thing I thought would be kind of fun is to be able to just tell you little things about myself so you can kind of get to know me a little bit better. Um, so I'm just going to give you one little thing about me each week that will kind of tell you who I am and my personality and things like that. So this week I thought I would share that I am a person who loves to laugh. I love laughing and I love to laugh at situations where people can make real life events seem funny. And Dan in real life, that movie is my favorite movie of all time. And I think it's because they took some kind of harder subject matter. You know, his wife had passed away and the girls were having a hard time with that. And he was trying to start dating again and just family dynamics at a family reunion. And they just made it funny. And I just loved that in that movie. And, um, So fortunately, I'm married to a man who does a really good job at making everyday things funny. So we have a lot of really um, inside jokes about parenting and being married and things like that, that we just will laugh at times. And he says things that are just hilarious. And I'm pretty sure that anybody who knows him agrees that he has that talent. And so... I'm just so grateful that he has that talent and keeps me laughing. He thinks that he annoys me a lot, but he just makes me laugh. So he doesn't annoy me too much. So anyway, so that's a little tidbit about me. I love to laugh, like good humor, not dirty, crass humor or anything like that. Um, The other day, I don't know what it was. I came across this video on Facebook. It's called the, I don't even know what it's called the stretcher video, like people getting on stretchers, like if they're injured and like all these debacles that happen with them, you guys, I was crying, laughing. 
I just thought it was hilarious for some reason. And my daughter came in cause I was laughing so hard. Um, it was in the morning. And then that night I showed Dr. Tilton before we went to bed and I was laughing again, crying. It was so funny to me. Just, yeah, I just love taking real life and finding the humor in it. So there's a little tidbit about me today. So I'm going to jump right into the podcast today. Um, but stay tuned till the end because I'm going to announce what next week's podcast is and you're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be awesome. Today we are talking about circumstances and I'm going to explain a little bit about what circumstances are. First, I want you to know, so I am 40 plus. I'm not I'm embarrassed. I'm 41. Actually, I'm not embarrassed by my age. There, I, there, I guess is another little tidbit of information for you. I will always tell you my age. I never am embarrassed by it anyway. But, um, even though I'm 40, I find myself often listening to many of the new and popular songs that a much younger crowd today seem to listen to. And my children enjoy those songs too. But I have honestly never been a lyric person. So over the years, I know I've listened to a ton of music that probably has had not so great lyrics, <laughs> but I wasn't pay- playing it for the lyrics. I was playing it for the uh, the catchy rhythm. And so I would listen to, I'm sure, tons of terrible songs. Anyway, so that all changed one day as I was driving down the road in my minivan, blaring some awesome beat song over my speakers. And I heard my daughter sing words I didn't even think she knew. And I hoped she would never learn. (laughs) But in that instance, when I heard her say those words or sing those words along with the song, I became lyric Nazi. And fortunately, today on the radio, there still plays a lot of catchy tunes with good lyrics that the whole family can enjoy. So one of my new favorite songs, which I'm sure many of you have heard, is one that has great words and great music. And it's called Believer by Imagine Dragons. And in this song, the lead singer talks about pain and how it has made him into the person he is. Now, every time I listen to it, a particular line keeps popping out to me. And this line is, I'm the one at the sail. I'm the master of my sea. So what he's really saying here is, is that he is the one controlling his life and making what what he wants it to be, regardless of what happens around him. Far too often in our own lives, we believe the opposite of the truth of my favorite song. We often tend to believe that instead of being in command of our lives, we are simply the results of our circumstances or C's, quote unquote, if you will. So C, when I talk about C today, it's the letter C and it stands for circumstance. Okay. This is a big thing that we do in coaching. We really try and teach people what exactly a C is. So when we let other, um, the results of our circumstances control us, we are allowing other people, situations, or outside forces to make us happy, sad, angry, overwhelmed, or excited. But what I want you to take in consideration is if I were to tell you that every circumstance in which we find ourselves is neutral 
until we decide how we will think about it. We get to use our agency to make choices on how we will perceive our circumstances. Now to do this, we have to be very clear about what a circumstance is. A circumstance is a situation or event that is provable to those experiencing it. Circumstances come in a variety of degrees. They can be as unimportant as things like the temperature outside, the paint color of a room, or the brand of clothing someone is wearing. They are also when someone says something rude to you or when you are driving down the road and someone cuts you off and gives you the universal sign of goodwill, quote unquote. In the most extreme cases, they are an uncle sexual abusing you as in your childhood or your husband having an affair. Regardless of the severity of these circumstances, they are neutral. Now, let me be clear. The act that sometimes creates the circumstance is not neutral. For example, sexual abuse is evil and wrong. However, each circumstance in our lives, regardless of how it was created, is presented to us neutral. How we decide to think about these circumstances is what changes their neutrality. Before we keep going, let's talk about agency for just a minute. It is the key to understanding and mastering our C's, our circumstances. You may be thinking people do not have the right to murder, sexually abuse others, or have affairs. However, they do have that right. In fact, as members of the LDS Church, we believe a war in heaven was fought in order for individuals to come to earth so we could be, quote, agents unto ourselves, end quote. And that's found in the Doctrine and Covenants, section 58, verse 28. That means each person on the earth has the right to choose. Luckily, Heavenly Father has given us laws and he's given us commandments to help guide us in the ways we should act for our own happiness and salvation. But individuals are still free to choose whether or not they will follow those laws and commandments. For better and for worse, every day we are at the mercy of other people's choices, choices that create circumstances we have to live with. But this is the key, and this is really important for you to realize. No one gets to tell us how we think about these circumstances. Having our own agency means our thoughts are never at the mercy of another person. So let's get really practical for a minute and develop three scenarios, each with a varying degree of difficulty. We'll start with an easy one. Say I choose a paint color for my front door and I pick bright turquoise blue. That was my choice. But my husband comes home and says he doesn't like it. Now I have a circumstance that I have to deal with. So the circumstance is my husband doesn't like the front door color, or he says he hates the front front door color. Does the fact that my husband hates the front door mean I painted it the wrong color? I could certainly make my circumstance mean that by having a negative thought like, I do not make good design choices. This thought might make me doubt myself every time I pick a paint color for my home. Is that thought serving me well? Now, what would happen if I thought, it's okay that he doesn't like it, I love it, and I'm okay with him having a different opinion. 
How am I going to feel and then act when I have this kind of thought regarding the circumstance of him not liking the paint color? It's going to be a lot different. So let's move on to a situation that's a little bit more difficult. Imagine I'm driving along in the left lane of a busy highway, taking my kids to school, get going with the flow of traffic. All of a sudden, the guy in the right lane jerks his car abruptly in front of me, making me slam on my brakes to avoid hitting him. In righteous anger, I think, the nerve. What a jerk. He doesn't have the right to cut me off like that. Feeling justified in my response, I lay on my horn. To this, he responds with a very clear and animated gesture in his rearview mirror. This makes me so mad. I feel the heat of anger springing into my chest and it's burning and it's fast. I yell something at him, which he clearly can't hear, but for a moment, it makes me feel better. I find myself thinking about it for days afterwards, feeling the same angry feelings. I tell my husband, any friend who will listen, and I replay it in my mind over and over again. All of that anger is driven because of what I am choosing to think. Thoughts like, I didn't deserve to be treated that way, or why would he decide to do such a thing that could have caused me to hit him, create completely negative feelings. What if I would have different thoughts like, phew, I wonder why he was in such a hurry. Maybe his wife is in labor at the hospital. Or he is one skilled driver to have been able to pull a move off like that. Or wow, that was a close call. Heavenly Father must have been watching out for us. My thinking about the circumstances has changed my feelings and I am no longer held hostage by my anger thus allowing myself the ability to move past this circumstance. All right, the third scenario. In this scenario, we will address an example of a circumstance that is very fraught with emotion. When we are presented with emotionally laden circumstances, it is difficult to remember that we have agency to control how we will think about them. This past week, my social media feed was blowing up with the hashtag MeToo. Choosing to abuse someone sexually is horrifying and wrong, but being the victim of sexual abuse presents that person with a neutral circumstance. The meaning of this circumstance will be determined by how that person chooses to think about it. Most of us would say that sexual abuse is not right and should not happen because that thought keeps us safe. It's a thought that serves us well, so we keep it. In fact, we can keep any thought about a certain circumstance that we want to. But what we need to start asking ourselves is, does this thought serve me in a way that helps me move forward in my life and make me its captain? If someone has been sexually abused, that person may have thoughts such as, I can never have a normal relationship now, or This abuser has ruined my life, or all is now lost. These are very normal thoughts to have, but dwelling on these kinds of thoughts will not produce positive results in a person's life. The best news ever is that a person can choose new thoughts that do serve them. Thoughts like, that act was wrong, but it it does not diminish who I am as a person, or 
My value is not tied to this person's acts. With thoughts like these about any circumstance, even circumstances brought on by horrible choices of others, an individual can change the results in their lives from negative to positive. So we each have agency. We can choose any thought we want about any situation we find ourselves in. And choosing those thoughts that will create the results we want in our lives is so important. I want you to think about the Savior and how he lived his life. Do you ever wonder how he was able to love everyone despite the fact that most people he met did not like him, believe him, follow him, or love him back? How did he suffer the greatest pain and agony ever known for the very same people who would eventually try and kill him? I think that he knew his actions were never about him. That while individuals would spit on him, whip him, make him wear a crown of thorns, and nail him to a cross, he never let those acts diminish his worth. He knew who he was, and no one could ever take that away. He knew that the choices others made toward him had everything to do with them and where they were coming from. He loved them despite their poor choices and didn't allow them to determine his thoughts and actions. I know that must not have been easy even for him, but he did it anyway, and he showed us by example that it is possible. Can we do the same? Can we step back and realize that when people make choices that affect us, it has nothing to do with us, but has everything to do with them? We are mortal and subject to the tendencies of the natural man. We desire to be in control of our thoughts and feelings. But when we are presented with challenging circumstances, we often fall victim to thoughts that make us less empowered and take us further from becoming more like our Savior Jesus Christ. But we have the beautiful gift of agency. We have the final thought in how we think of the circumstances in our lives, regardless of what others do and say. For example, Laman, Lemuel, Nephi, and Sam all experienced the same trek in the wilderness, the same struggle to get the plates of brass from Laban, and the same process of building a boat but we know they each had very different thoughts about those same circumstances. We know this because of the results those thoughts produced. Nephi and Sam produced a nation that loved the Lord and followed his commandments. Laman and Lemuel produced a nation that fell away in disbelief and distanced itself from God. If your life's results are currently full of frustration, anger, depression, and hopelessness, about your circumstances, examine your thoughts. You always have the ability to change your thoughts, even if the circumstances you find yourself in never change. Agency is the ability to change our thoughts in order to produce results that draw us closer to our Savior. That is the whole purpose of this life, and the way we become not only the masters of our circumstances, but more importantly, like our Master, Jesus Christ. There you go, friends. It's a lot to take in today, so I hope you listen to it several times and kind of digest it over and over. 
But I know once you grasp this concept of really believing that your circumstances are neutral and you get to choose how you think about them, it will change your life. It has changed my life as I have done this and I I can't even begin to tell you the differences that it has made. It doesn't mean that I don't get mad. It doesn't mean that people don't make me upset, but I take responsibility for that in my life and I don't make them responsible for it. And that is so empowering. So my whole goal with this podcast is to give you tools, examples of other people who are using these tools so that you can move forward and be really empowered in your life. And speaking of people who I think have some of these tools, I want to announce that next week I have an interview for you for this podcast with just an amazing woman. Her name is Monica Packer, and she has a podcast called About Progress. It is so good, you guys. You got to go listen to it. Of course, after you listen to this one and you recommend this one to all your friends, then go over and listen to Monica's because hers is really great. And she interviews all sorts of people um, in their lives and what they're doing with their lives and how they are making a difference in the world. And you will love it. And she was so gracious enough to let me stumble through an interview with her. You know, I've never really interviewed anybody. And so she patiently... um, sat with me and let me do that with her. And she really opened up and was really real about her feelings regarding the church and her feelings regarding her testimony and being a mother and where she has kind of come from to get to her podcast. So you are just going to love it. It's just amazing. So make sure that you tune in next week. All right. My kids are calling, so I got to run. I hope you all have a great week, a great Monday and get ready for Halloween. And I will be back next Monday with Monica. Have a good one, you guys. Bye-bye.